All right, welcome everybody. We're just hanging again. Earlier yeah. this week, usually we do Sundays, but we got Vincent on again. Welcome, Vincent. Hey, how you guys doing? Thanks for having me back on. We're doing fantastic. And Vincent, as you guys know, from I'm opening my crow. I'm sorry. Uh, Vincent has his own podcast, uh, his own YouTube channel for the Babylon Project, but his podcast is called Thinking Out Loud. Um, do you want to plug that right now or at the end? It's up to you. I could plug it now before I forget because my memory is awful. All right. So yeah, I host a podcast called Thinking Out Loud. It, it, we call it a podcast, but it really is just an interview style podcast, really, where we bring on some public intellectuals, probe them on their beliefs. Just recently, we had Peter Bogosian on. We talked about morality. And we talked about what has been referred to as the regressive left by Majid Nawaz. We recently brought on David Worley, who just published a book called Fantastic Fallacies and Where to Find Them. We talk about logical fallacies, how to have conversations that are difficult, stuff around that nature. So, And pretty soon, we're actually having a new, a second podcast. So it's this one's actually going to be a podcast, not an interview-style thing, where me and my co-host, Bruce, we talk about sort of... It's just me and him talking about a bunch of stuff. So our first one is going to come out on Wednesday, and we're talking about veganism. So that's going to be a fun one, and that's uh, at the Babylon Project on YouTube. Not controversial at all. <laughs> Starting no, off not strong. At all. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I've been on Vincent's show. Um, it was a lot of fun. He really makes you think. Um, so if if you do like deeper, thorough, I want to say conversations on things. Um, definitely check his channel out. Uh, it's it's not as silly as this one, so <laughs> you can stay here for the silliness. But when you want to get serious, go 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 to Vincent. He's the smart guy. Uh, yeah, this one's so much more fun, and it was <laughs> great having you on. Also, uh, you had a lot of great insight into the pandemic that we were talking about. It was a pleasure, and unfortunately, a lot of our uh, more drastic views have come true since then. So, mm -hmm. you know, you hate it when you're right, but here we are. Now, something I'm never right about is the subject we're talking about today, and that's Mortal Kombat. So, I mean, this is his second Warner Brother movie with us, so I guess <laughs> he's the Warner Brother movie guy with us. So, uh, <laughs> we're talking about, what's it called? Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge? No, uh, Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat Legends. Legends Scorpion's Revenge. Okay, and this movie is the first one they've ever done with the French. With like first the, animated, I believe. With the IP, right? So... I mean, they kind of figured out they can't do live action movies for shit. So mm. let's give it a shot. Oh, you didn't like the first one? Yes. But I mean, what have you done for me lately? I feel. <laughs> That's right. What do you right? mean? The Are... second one came out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. But uh, you're right. I mean, they, they had one success. Um, and since then, I mean, the games are all right. Right? Oh. I don't know. Okay. Mm. Jesus Christ. I'm going to read the synopsis. We'll, we'll talk about it. Spoiler free. Um, well, yeah, after we play the intro, but all right. So let's hit the intro. Jesus hit it. Uh, and then we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it spoiler free and then give a, a little review and then we'll, we'll head over to spoiler time. All right. It's terrible, but it's good. It's fantastic. Did that 
song come out for the games or did it come out for the movie? Movie. I, I know it I was believe. in the movie. Really? That was the theme song to the to the movie? That's how yeah, that's how it opened. What year did that movie come out? How long has it been? Ninety something, I think. Okay. For some reason I thought it was like in the eighties. It's schlocky like a eighties. <laughs> it had an eighties movie's budget. Yeah. Okay, so I'll read the synopsis while Jesus does that. It, it looks pretty short, and right off the bat, it has one of the problems that we thought the movie had, but I'll, I'll go ahead and read it. So, the protector of Earth realm, Lord Raiden, must assemble this realm's greatest fighters to defend it against the aging Shang Tsung, who is looking for another realm to crush. Where was this synopsis from? Rotten Tomatoes? This was Rotten Tomatoes, and I think the Google one. Okay, Vincent, would you say that describes what happens in the movie? Um, yeah, that describes the premise. Okay, because we thought that not having Scorpion in the synopsis was bold, since the movie <laughs> is about Scorpion. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's the synopsis we get. But it, it's a Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, the plot follows Mortal Kombat... One. One, but the reboot also, right? Yeah, so this one has a lot closer ties to Mortal Kombat 9, which was the reboot of the whole series. And that was what, like right. the, P- the PS3 era? Yeah, it wasn't this era, right? No, yeah, that was PS3 era. Okay, so it it, it kind of does that story, but then we get the whole Scorpion's Revenge part of it, which feels tacked on. I don't know if in the game no. that was the story. No. No. It was no. mainly like a marketing gimmick that they tried to show Scorpion off as, yeah. as if it was his perspective, but it really is just verbatim the story that you've already known about. And I guess it's mainly because Ed Boon's favorite character is Scorpion. Yeah. So that probably had a lot to do with it. Yeah. That I mean, was no surprise. Y- you can't really blame him because it is the most popular character. It's the most badass looking character, I think, mm-hmm. in the whole franchise, yeah. right? And then consistently, he gets the best redesigns. He gets the best, like, alternate costumes. He's the one that when you think Mortal Kombat, you think of him and maybe Raiden. Yeah, because of the hat. Everybody right, because everyone's like, that's Mortal Kombat or Big Trouble in Little China, one of the two. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Big Trouble in Little China took it they, from Mortal they... Kombat. Oh, wasn't it the other way around? Mm, actually. Because Big Trouble in Little right. China came in out the in the 80s, 80s right? yeah. Yeah, that might be the case. Yeah, I'm pretty sure <laughs> they were inspired by that. But yeah, I, I feel like that's the most iconic character. I mean, I think he's on the cover of the new game too, right? It's oh, just yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. So that's fair. Um. I guess there's not much to say spoiler-free if, if you know the, the whole premise of Mortal Kombat. I mean, I'm not going to explain it to you, but it, it, it's in the title. Um, why it's spelled with a K? I don't know. But, yeah. Because it's edgier. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Uh, okay, so we'll just go ahead with your thoughts on the movie. Vincent, you could go first, and then we'll, we'll just we'll just take it around. Yeah, so I, I think there's a lot of problems. I, first of all, I liked it overall. I thought it was one of the better animated movies, and that's probably uh, something that you're going to disagree with me on. But I did think that it had its fair share of problems. So overall, I'd probably give it a 7.5, 7.8, somewhere around there. Cool. No, 7.5. That, that, yeah. That's totally fair. Uh, Jesus, what did you think? So hmm, I'm kind of on the same boat where I'm like, the movie is fine. Like, it doesn't really have any serious mishaps, I don't think. It has its issues every now and then. But, like, overall, it's pretty decent. And, mm-hmm. like, a- as far as anime movies go, for me, it's, like, middle tier, somewhere around that. 
I've seen a couple of like a lot better <laughs> animated movies. So if I was going to give it a grade, I would probably go a little more like 6.5. Okay, that's yeah. fair. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not the biggest Mortal Kombat guy. I get the gist. Like I said, I know the characters and stuff. And the, the movie as a movie, yes, it has flaws and everything. But overall, it's, it's just fun to be in that world right because it's so ridiculous they don't take them so seriously ever and then they like that property in general they're willing to just change shit up whenever it's convenient right so i guess it was fun seeing the little scorpion thing doesn't really add enough for me to say like yeah it was a scorpion movie who's next who's gonna get another movie so i agree i mean it's pretty run-of-the-mill i did have fun with it the violence is fun i don't think it's overdone surprisingly because i usually think mortal Kombat is like a little too much it's like all right but i thought it was fine too i i i'm right there i think i give it like a seven i mean in the pantheon of animated movies i don't think this one has the heart or the the message the theme to go far but it's just a fun movie to watch it's better than a lot of the dc shit yeah Mm -hmm. that's for sure Um, yeah i think they did what they did interesting was that one of the sort of hallmark things about the original mortal Kombat game was that it was so controversial because it was so it deviated from the formula of violence it was so bloody it was so gory compared to everything else and it created this nationwide phenomenon where everybody was just appalled by it mm-hmm. and so i did get a semblance of that watching this animated movie because as you mentioned this movie was so bloody so gory that in the same way that the game deviated from the from its uh from the games around the same time, this animated movie kind of deviates from the other animated movies and how violent it is. So I did get a, a sort of sense of the original Mortal Kombat game, watching how violent this was. So I think that was refreshing. Yeah. I will totally give you that because me watching almost all this bullshit, like the animation stuff is very similar to those DC movies. I was gonna it's say it's almost the same, but they have more shadows. I was gonna and say, stuff. funny enough, it was very similar to the Ninja Turtles one that we saw because they had the uh, black blocks like at the joints and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Well, with that, I was I'm used to the tropes of when something violent happens, you kind of pan away mm-hmm. or you show someone's reaction to it. And this movie, the first time I watched it, it was just averting me because it was like, oh no, there go his arms, or like, <laughs> there goes his skull. <laughs> yeah. And and yeah, like you said, that's that's a shock to whatever you're used to because when you watch something that looks like that you're not expecting it you just expect the little pan away Mm -hmm. or whatever because they're all like pg or pg-13 at most you see people getting hurt but not anything violent right so i agree with that it was subverting me in the sense that in my mind i was expecting the pan shot or to kind of go away and then i said oh a few times because i was like oh shit they showed that (laughs) like yeah so that was one of the good things about this movie is that it didn't shy away from its source material. Yeah, no. It went full in on itself. Like, it's going to show every single piece of violence that it can and it's going to show it graphically. And that was one of the problems with the original Mortal Kombat movie from the 90s. It could have been PG-13. I think it was PG-13-ish. It didn't show basically any blood or anything like that. It was kind of... It was like Mortal Kombat neutered. And this mm-hmm. felt like Mortal Kombat done to its full extent mm-hmm. in terms of the violence and stuff like that. And they do a really good job of like fixating on some of that violence because we see like the x-rays and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, 
I think that you have to do that nowadays because that violence isn't as shocking anymore. Mm -hmm. So it's expected. But if you had like a theatrical release, you would not see half the shit you see in the, the VOD movie we got. Yeah. So I think they found a space where enough people watch these, like us, just kind of for fun or whatever, that they can make money off of them and still stay true to whatever that, that violent formula is. Because you're not going to see that in a movie theater. I'll tell you for sure. Because parents are going to try to take their kids. Yeah, because it's animated. I wonder, do you guys think kids watch this? Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Because you see that shit on iTunes, you're like, Dad, Dad, that's the video game I have. I mean, I'm sure they're even less shocked than we are. They grew up under this shit, which the, is a the lot video worse. video games <laughs> are so much worse. Like, this is nothing. Because, <laughs> uh, like Vincent said, before the escape was Mortal Kombat, now every fucking game has just the same amount of blood. So, mm-hmm. even like a God of War. Oh, like, yeah. Those are fucking mm-hmm. gory. Okay. So, I think we're all in the six to seven area. Which is totally fine. I don't know what we gave the last few movies we reviewed, but I think around seven. We're to averaging eight. sevens all around. There's there's a lot of <laughs> yeah. average animation going around. But would you recommend it to somebody in general? I guess that's that's the next question. Hmm. In general, like, like just someone like, oh, I don't have shit to watch. Would you be like, hey, check this shit out? I think it's a fun watch. I would say it's worth it. I think it's worth someone's time if they enjoy that kind of like more bloody adult animation. Mm-hmm. If you don't like that, if you don't like Mortal Kombat, I don't really see the point in watching it. What about you, Vincent? Did you buy it? Yeah, I bought it. <laughs> How much was it? Um, Is it twenty? Twenty-five, I think. Twenty-four ninety-nine. Okay. Would you? Yeah, I'd, yeah. I. I said I definitely recommended it's a fun because it's only what an hour and 18 minutes around there it's It's very fun short it's super short i'd certainly recommend it to a mortal Kombat fan just because Mm -hmm. they'd be able to see a as um jesus was saying the bloody version of the original story that you didn't get in the 95 version so i definitely uh would recommend it to a mortal Kombat fan and even just a general fan of animated movies i think because it, it is so different from other animated movies and how violent it is it could be an interesting watch I agree. I, I think it's it's interesting enough. And I, I think that, yeah, definitely, if you like Mortal Kombat, you probably want to see those characters on the screen. So I feel like that's a no-brainer. But it, it did come out kind of just at a random time. Is it because they just released that Mortal Kombat Afterlife thing? Aftermath, yeah. Aftermath. Mm. Well, I, this it, came out a while ago, though. Not a while ago, though. Like a few months? Well, when did it came out at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. So March, yeah, two months at most. Yeah, that's why. Like it, they probably would have been better served to release it after. Yeah, but but I'm saying, I guess. Well, to me, it feels like they're trying to start a little movie universe because of the the legends and then part of it. Yeah, I feel like Mm -hmm. they want to do stories for all their popular characters, but yeah, it just kind of came out at a weird time because usually those are made to like market something else. Like it's just like, oh, there's a Mortal Kombat movie now. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So that that's the consensus all around. I guess we'll go to spoilers just so we could talk about it without worrying about ruining anything. Although it's Mortal Kombat. Uh. So hit the spoiler alarm, Jesus, and then and then we'll go we'll go into spoiler town. All right. Spoilers. 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 Get it spoiled. Uh. Okay. So do you guys want to talk about what we liked or what we didn't like? Um. We can start off with what we liked. Okay. 
So, Vincent, you said you have your own notes. Do you want Jesus to take the lead, or do you want to say anything before we go? I'll let Jesus take the lead. I'll be Canadian for today. All right. Ah, what a good Samaritan. All right, Jesus. All take right. it away. Thank you very much. So, the first thing that I saw was that the animation was very crisp. It wasn't, like, a ridiculous style that, like, you haven't seen before or anything like that. But I think for the style that they chose, it was very, it was very, like cleaned up very neat but then they went very rough with it once they got into the violence like one scene in particular stands out when he uh scorpion sees that his wife was killed then he goes on that rampage everything goes to like red you start seeing a shit ton of black lines you see a lot of exaggeration that you see in like anime panels so i felt like that was really um that was really good so that was the first thing that stood out to me and then my second point was that the fight scenes were brutal, gory, exactly how Mortal Kombat should be. Yeah, uh, I thought the animation was good too. I'm glad they didn't do like the hyper-realistic looking bullshit because then you lose me halfway through anyway. Yeah. Um, and like I said, the, the style they went with kind of subverts you because you don't expect the violence you're going to see from it. And it did go kind of anime, like when they're showing guys guts, skulls pulled out of bodies. It was pretty gnarly. I mean, I feel like the the animation wasn't an issue like it didn't take me out of it at all um i don't know if that's how you felt vincent yeah um you know i with these animated movies one of the things that always irks me is how stylistically they're all the same for the most part and it's just a matter of whether or not some have more frames than others some look crisper than others but for the most part they look the same and so for me it was like the animation kind of looked the same as any other animated movie which i think is fine i guess i mean if i'm not gonna if, if i'm not gonna complain about it in anime then i guess i shouldn't complain about it here but um you know i i thought overall the things that i liked about it as jesus said the gore was great so it was great seeing that on the screen i thought um most of the fights were great i did have a problem with one of them which we'll get into when we talk about the problems that we had with the film I thought overall it was a for for it only being an hour and eighteen minutes, it was a fine viewing of the original Mortal Kombat story. I liked the fact that it gave a bit more context into Scorpion's story because previously you didn't really get you know in the original Mortal Kombat game, for instance, you really only understood what the story was at the beginning and at the end of the game when it gives you a, a little brief passage about a specific character that you're playing. Right. So, and then you'd have to like look at the graphic novels in order to understand what was going on mm -hmm. so i think this did a good job i think it was um i think it did a better job than the 95 movie it's been a while since i've seen that one but i remember it being an okay interpretation of, of things i guess <laughs> you're being generous but yeah i'm being oh yeah that's true i probably <laughs> am being a lot of memory fades yeah. um yeah but uh overall i i liked it i sort of saw it as a fun dumb little entry into the potential universe that they could be spawning here and if they do it well i think they could have something special on their hands with a new mortal kombat animated universe yeah i i i think you hit pretty much all of it on on the head i mean i i think the animation is very similar very it, it is from the same fucking studio so i wonder if it's cheaper to keep doing the same animation i don't know if there's technology you can reuse because i'm sure you can mm -hmm. just draw the fucking assets on to whatever animation you have so i wouldn't doubt it i do prefer when these animated movies go in a different artistic way usually 
because it sets it apart. Um, so kind of just. Would you say Batman Ninja is the? Batman? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't think the visuals were the problem with that movie. It was just shit. Like that. Uh, I I commend yeah. the artists. They went for yeah, it. Yeah. It's cool with me when you go for it. Just have a fucking good story, not whatever bullshit that was. But what I'm saying is that it, it you'll forget about it less if you remember the art of it. Like when you see a frame from it or something, it'll oh shit yeah that's that one Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, I don't know if they all look the same. It's going to be like those DC movies where if you show me a frame with Superman and Batman in it, I can't tell you which story it is. Mm-hmm. Right. Like the that's the type of stuff. But I think for the sake of this, it's different enough that if you showed it to me, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's the Mortal Kombat movie. That's not the DC movie. Fine. Yeah. And yeah, they do deviate enough with the with the violence. It's fine with me. Like you said, it's it's serviceable enough. Uh but I think the stories do have to be up to par if, if they want to make that little universe that they keep going for. Because mm-hmm. this one feels like it's set up another one, and we don't even know if we like this one yet. Like that's how <laughs> that's how it feels to me. Like you know, it's funny enough because the original '95 movie literally ends at the same point. Like it ends the same fucking way, setting up Shao Kahn for the next movie. And so that's what was curious to me. It's like, so do you guys just have the exact same story? Now, okay, I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll send it over to you guys after this. But to me, you, you end with that setup, right? You could have still ended the movie. This is an issue we talk about with a lot of movies that try to be franchise or whatever. You could still have one story that ends and still set up the other one after the conclusion to your story. When you don't specify this is a part one and you just leave it hanging literally off the end like this one, it's a minute, it's an hour 18. You couldn't do an hour 25 where we're like, okay, we won the tournament, blah, blah, blah. And then you kind of set it up, right? Like I've seen movies do that. That's fine. But it just feels like they're like, well, well, shit. All right. We got to wait till the next one. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys felt that way because that, that's how it felt to me. Like there was no ending. I mean, yeah, there really is no ending in these sorts of things. And I think part of the problem is that they they feel like they have to not stray too far away from the original Mortal Kombat story. So um, and I think that that's always, you know, one of my favorite DC comic book movies was uh, is Watchmen. I love Watchmen more than anything. And as much as I love the movie, one of the main problems that I have with that movie is that because the director, um, Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder uh, because Zack Snyder felt like he needed to basically just recreate the graphic novel exactly how it was, with the exception of the ending, it felt like you were just, it didn't feel like it was anything special or unique or different. And that's what I felt like with this movie, where it was because they felt like they just needed to show pretty much the same exact thing as was uh, demonstrated in the video games. It didn't feel like it had its own unique flavor. And so I think that that was part of the problem with why it sort of ended the way it did, because they just wanted to end it in the same way that the video games end. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. does that Mortal Kombat 9, does it end in that way or do you get to actually fight Shao Kahn? So the thing about Mortal Kombat 9 is that it's a retelling of the first, the second, and I believe the third. So that one has the full story of Shao Kahn. So, so in a video game, you get to move from that last stage to the next one. Yeah. In a movie, you do not. And that's the issue with video game movies in general. It's not, it's not an interactive media anymore. Now you're watching it. Now these characters need to have something because it's not your imagination or you 
being challenged by the AI that is the other characters, right? So you do have to have these set pieces. You do have to have some character progression, which they do with Johnny Cage, more or less, mm. right? It, it's not quite that deep, but they do have it. Other characters are just there. <laughs> Luke King. Luke, yeah, he's just there because he was in the game. And mm-hmm. and then the Scorpion thing where they're like, okay, we're going to give you all this character at the beginning. And now he's just mad at the rest of the movie, right? Yeah. And, and that's just because we don't follow these characters the same way you would in a video game. So I think that's what always gets lost. If you don't have, like, these new games that are basically a movie you play through are very different from a fighting game. <laughs> like, where you just keep fighting enemies. So it, it's hard to hit that balance, but... I, I think you're right. I think because they're trying to be like the video game you remember, that's the pitfall because they don't take the chance to say, okay, well, this is a conclusion to this story. Scorpion got his revenge, right? You could write it in such a way where that is the justice of the movie and the tra- the tournament is in the background, but they, they don't, <laughs> and like in the synopsis, what do you focus on, Scorpion or the tournament? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. As, as someone, I, I want to ask you, uh, Siggy, as someone who uh, isn't really invested in the Mortal Kombat universe, did you feel like you sort of understood the motivations of all these characters? Uh, Jesus can answer that because all I asked him throughout the movie Fuck was. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> the Fuck whole time no. I was like, wait, so what does that guy want? <laughs> Who's he? What is he doing? Yeah, I mean, I get the whole Earth Realm, Nether Realm, tournament, blah, blah, blah. We're going to fight so that we could save our realm. I get the, the gist of it. But yeah, it, it's kind of hard as someone that's, like I said, I don't play for hours with, and I don't finish a campaign with every single character until I understand where they come from and stuff. So a lot of it is just, okay, this is the other foe. This is the other foe. The movie doesn't do a great job of doing anything with anyone they're just there and they kind of hope that you go ah baraka or ah him reptile green (laughs) scorpion sure (laughs) like yeah i i think it relies heavily on you knowing it and i guess that's how people feel with like comic book movies and shit just that i'm into those so Yeah, I guess I guess for me at least, it, it was a lot of catching up to do, and me asking him, "Wait, so what is that?" <laughs> I'm gonna lose my nerd cred on that one. You, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, uh, is that how you felt, or because you you're aware of it at least more than I am for sure? So, do you feel like you did hit those nostalgia spots where you're like, "Ah, nice." Yeah, I thought it was. Um... It sort of did hit it, right? So it starts off with the Lin Kuei mm-hmm. um, going over assassinating Scorpion's family. And then um, it, it's funny. There's a scene at the beginning where Sub-Zero or uh, Quan Chi, um, disguised as Sub-Zero, is holding on to Scorpion's son. And it doesn't show it, but he sort of sli- – well, what was it that he did? Like, he just like sliced – He, he sliced his uh, head off, I think. Yeah, something like that. Apparently, in the original version, it actually showed it, and they have a they have a a video version of that actually happening, but they had to take it out because it was just too much seeing kids die. Uh, I I think one of the things that we need to normalize is kids dying. <laughs> so it was it was awful playing Skyrim and not being able to kill children. Um, <laughs> just takes away the immersion. Yeah, it takes away the immersion. But um, but yeah, it was a bit nostalgic seeing sort of the Link Way. Uh, and seeing um, uh, sort of references to Shinnok, which is uh, Quan Chi's god, and you yeah. fight Shinnok in uh, 
Mortal Kombat 2. Mm-hmm. Am I remembering correctly? Jesus, is that correct? Do you fight Shinnok in Mortal Kombat 2? I believe yes. He also He's also in uh, Mortal Kombat X. He's also the villain. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't play. Yeah, I didn't play X. I I just barely got eleven right now. Look, you 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 got all the old stuff down. I have all the new stuff down. So I feel like we. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we'll we'll go through the old stuff. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. The, but I really wish this movie was so much longer because mm-hmm. this. I feel like this universe is ripe with so much great detail. Like, for instance, in the Lin Kuei, the Lin Kuei don't necessarily consider them ninjas, and they actually get offended when you call them ninjas. They consider themselves more of thieves. And so that whole dynamic would have been interesting if they introduced it to Sub-Zero. But Sub-Zero does nothing in this film other than die. He's just bad and guy. They he's just the bad guy until you realize that he's not the bad guy, yeah. and it was Quan Chi all along. But yeah. this movie was just so short that it felt like it, they were just trying to rush, like, all right, let's get to the next fight. All right, let's get to the next fight. Let's get to the next fight. Okay, there's the ending. And that's what I had. That's my main problem with all these animated movies is that they're so short, I guess, because it takes forever to animate them or something. I don't know how that works, but yeah, that was my main problem with the movie. Yeah, yeah, I would say that's the biggest problem in this movie. It didn't take any time to breathe with any of its concepts that I brought up. So the main thing with the Sub-Zero plot is that in the game you see, and I'm talking Mortal Kombat 9 because that's all the new stuff, so I don't know anything else aside from that. In Mortal Kombat 9, we see like Sub Zero beg for his life essentially because he's like, uh, because he knows that he wasn't the one that murdered his family and stuff like that. And then we see Quan Chi like coaxing him into killing him. So we see a little more of that like, oh, Scorpion's trying to hold back because Raiden gave him advice. But then Quan Chi tips him over the edge. So mm-hmm. that's not even in this. He just literally like, you're Sub-Zero. All right, I'm going to kill you. Mm-hmm. You're dead. Turns out I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, see, so that that's what I'm saying. As someone that doesn't have all that background fucking knowledge, I just go, well, the yellow guy doesn't like the blue guy because the blue guy killed his family. Fine, I guess. Right? And and that's the problem where you could have done all that because you made a Scorpion movie, according to you. Right? Like, you could have done that. You Mm -hmm. could have focused on that and had the tournament as a backdrop. Yeah. But instead you go, oh, no, we want to include these five characters and all of them have to have a spotlight and Scorpion's there. So, yeah, I guess if if you're going to make a Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion... Why not do that, right? You have mm-hmm. the story. You you have people invested in it, and then you could have even more people, if you tell it well, go, oh, shit, I want to play that game. But no, they just kind of... Like you said, either it was like, just get this fucking movie out. It's good enough. People get the gist. I mm-hmm. don't know, but it, it does feel lazy in that sense. I I never thought NetherRealm had the greatest storytelling. I mean, do you guys think it's it's a, it's a good enough story to make a bunch of movies uh individual movies no i don't think any uh their characters is that particularly strong aside from scorpion that's the person they've built up the most maybe sub-zero but like as an ensemble piece i think they have enough material especially in recent time they've been building up uh, the mythology a lot more because they've been doing cinematic almost uh like um well cinematic quality story modes now so they literally have like mini movies. So I think there's material enough there. They didn't show it here. Yeah. But there's material there that they didn't use. 
and they could use in the future, but I don't think individuals would be a good idea. Yeah. Hmm. I, I'd actually disagree with that. I think you could probably have um, something really special if you do individual movies. So Sub Zero, the first the first spinoff game that they did for Mortal Kombat was based off Sub Sub Zero is um yeah <laughs> Mortal Kombat mythologies. Yeah. So you could that. probably do something around that story that was sort of a prequel to the original Mortal Kombat game. Even with uh, Jack and Sonya, they're special forces, so they could probably do a standalone film on that. I think you could probably do a lot of interesting things, and Raiden is him being um, Lord Raiden specifically. So I guess that would be uh, my first disagreement, my first real disagreement here. I, That's I, I think this, yeah, I think this could have a cool potential. Yeah, okay. Okay, so that's where I come in. Uh <laughs> Yes, let's say you do that, right? And then you kind of take the Avengers formula in a way. You introduce all these characters, right? Blah, 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 blah. And then you make the ensemble piece, the Mortal Kombat tournament. That seems like a good formula, right? That would have worked a little better, yeah. But is the tournament itself such a big part of Mortal Kombat that you not having that in your Mortal Kombat movies, would that affect you guys in any way as fans? Hmm. Well, the thing is, uh, in the modern stories, it There's the like tournament, no tournament is a very yeah no <laughs> the tournament's like the first chapter, and then everything else that happens after is what matters basically. Okay, so I guess that that was my question. Like, is is the tournament that big of a thing that I don't know about have... the classic games though? So Vincent can feel free to chime in. Yeah, the classic games was mainly the tournament, um, but no, I think it'd be perfectly fine because I think. Um... You know, originally the reason why the the whole importance was the Mortal Kombat tournament was because it was just the backdrop for having these guys fight each other. Yeah. But as the games progressed and they started getting more deeply interest, invested in the story behind these characters, it wasn't so much about the tournament as it was about these characters. So I think it I think we'd be able to do it fine. And as Jesus is saying, um, I'm not well versed in the new Mortal Kombat games, but it seems like the new the new games went that route. So okay, so I. They do it too, so NetherRealm does injustice. Mm-hmm. There's no tournament there, but no. you have a, a solid fighting game with people with reasons to fight, blah, blah, blah. For the most part, I mean, you have enough story there to carry that fighting game, which is like a six, big accomplishment. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, And then the Injustice comic books have been really good. Yeah. Did they make mm-hmm. a movie yet out of them? A movie out of Injustice? Like an animated movie? Oh, no, no. No, not yet? Okay, because are, are you familiar with those at all, Vincent? Oh, I love the Injustice comics and yeah. the games. See, so yeah. that's the approach you basically take with this, right? Because you have the blueprint. At this point, you have these characters that everyone knows and kind of loves. I mean, for the most part, there's there's fan bases for each. Um, I think that's the best approach. It sounds like that's what they're doing with Eleven and yeah. all that. So, yes, the combat tournament's there. But if you could do that, like you said, with an ensemble where you do have these groups of people and that's what they do in the game. Like the, the group that's with Cassie cage. Yeah. The spec ops. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think you're right, Vincent, in, in, in saying that there is potential to open that up. Cause that universe now surprisingly is deep. Like they have characters for days. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't see why with good enough writing, you can do just the same thing that they're doing with injustice. Yeah, I'm more of taking it on the realistic route where this one didn't even really achieve a Scorpion story. So I don't know. And that's the person with the most background. Yeah. Mm. Like, I am like I understand, yeah, there's a shit ton of material that they can draw from because all these 
at this point, all these characters have backstories and other characters that support them and stuff like that. I'm going more based off of what I've seen. Like, how are they going to I really... guess I guess the best way that they could have done it is make the Mortal Kombat movie. Mm-hmm. Call this one Mortal Kombat. Take out the Scorpion stuff and just have the tournament from beginning to end. Maybe make it an hour and a half, an hour 40, and go all the way up to whatever big villain you need to fight. And that's like the first coming out party. Everyone's mm-hmm. like, cool, I'm in. Now we make these little movies. Yeah. Something like that. It almost feels like a TV show. Did you feel that, Vincent? I, I thought it was like the, the pilot of like a TV show. <laughs> it actually did feel like a TV show, huh? Come like, to think yeah. of it. Yeah, like I would watch that on whatever channel. Like if it's like 20-minute episodes, there is where I think it would shine. Because then you don't have to rely so much on their story. Like you have these 20-minute things where you do their background and stuff. And that way, by the time you get to the next tournament, say the end of the season or whatever, then you're already mm-hmm. in. But... I'm not in charge of Warner Brothers. <laughs> That's very true. If I was, we'd have better animation. Uh, no, I'd probably cut yeah. corners too. I'd be like, just make them all look the same. <laughs> uh, Green oh. scorpion. Yeah. Purple Green scorpion. scorpion. Blue scorpion. Red scorpion. <laughs> they have them all. Yeah. Was that Ermac? That's Ermac the name of that guy? Red scorpion. Ugh. What about that guy with the spinny hat? I like him. Oh, Kung Lao. Okay, yeah, he's cool. I like using him in the game. All right. So I guess we kind of went into what we don't like right by talking through <laughs> what we do like. <laughs> right. So I'll just throw it out to random thoughts and just overall Mortal Kombat goodness. Now is the time to talk about whatever the fuck you want. Does anyone have any grievances to bring up first? Why was there no Mortal Kombat theme song? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you own it. Um... Yeah, I probably because it's really cheesy. All I'm all for it though. You're you think, for you, it? Yeah. yeah. I'm you all for it. <laughs> just go full camp. Yeah, exactly. It's a ridiculous freaking uh premise anyway. They're taking it seriously though. Yeah, I know. That's the that's the issue. They're like, Yeah, this is the tournament. We have to be super strong. Yeah. It's only the, the, the Johnny Cage guy. That's what's up. And that was Joel McHale. I love that guy. <laughs> I, I felt yeah, he was fits perfectly. He was perfect for that. Do you watch community? I did. I just finished Community. Actually. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, so bad. So, yeah, sorry. the last two seasons weren't were, were good. I, I loved seasons one through four, though. Yes, yes. That's one of our favorite shows of all time. And I thought him being the cynical fucking dumbass in this movie was perfect because that's what he does. All right. So quick Community question. All right. Shoot. Would, would, you, rather, would you rather Jeff stay with Britta or go with Annie? I was a big Annie guy. You were a big big Annie guy. I I loved Annie. (laughs) I don't like Britta at all. (laughs) She's the worst. She's the The world (laughs) is filled with Brittas nowadays. Yeah, a (laughs) hundred percent. We need more Annies. Um, Annie's boobs. (laughs) The monkey. (laughs) (laughs) Um. No. Yeah, I'm definitely an Annie guy. Or are you? You said you are too. Oh God, I love Annie. What about you, Juice? I prefer Annie too. But I don't know if it makes more sense for Jeff to be with Brill because they're both kind of shitty. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. I always thought they would kind of end up, just because of how he writes it, that they would end up mm-hmm. together because they're both terrible. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And there's a huge age difference between Jeff and Annie. Annie Jeff yeah. ends up being 40 years old. Yeah. Yeah, that was creepy even during the show. Because they launched that since the first season, though, at the end or something. Yeah. But, I mean... Mm-hmm. 
it, it doesn't help that they wrote Britta to just be worse and worse as every season <laughs> got back. Like, she wasn't that bad in the first season. No. And then they, they once they, Jesus and I have this, the sitcom thing where after three seasons, everyone becomes a caricature of who they were in season one. And unfortunately for her, that made her like one of the most unlikable characters in the show. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys like Pierce? Oh, I love I Pierce. Love Pierce. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. It was a funny ass character. Like, now I'm not talking about the actor, Jevy Chase. I heard he's a fucking nightmare to work with. His character yeah, was apparently- fun. Yeah, his character's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Apparently, that's the reason why he left in, um, what was it, season four that he left? Because yeah. uh, he just, like, it was just so much turmoil between him and, um, what's Dan Harmon? Yeah. Yeah, but they hate each other so much. I really thought that's when the show took a little bit of a dive because he was the foil to everything. Like in any stupid mm-hmm. plot they had, he could always be the bad guy, mm-hmm. or he could always turn all of a sudden, and that that just made him like such an interesting character to me. He was, I was really sad when he left, <laughs> well, when they killed him off. Yeah, he wasn't at the table read in that new thing they were doing. No, the episode was the the one where Pierce is dead. <laughs> <laughs> They really don't like each other. No, they don't. <laughs> He's not coming out on Rick and Morty. Have you been watching the new season of Rick and Morty? Uh, I got to, to episode six, I think. The there most is... recent episode I watched was the one where they were on the train, the really meta one. Yeah, that was... What the fuck? <laughs> I, I know it's not cool anymore to like Rick and Morty, but I still kind of like it. And I, oh, mean, I love it. You know, I, I, I get the memes, but when someone is as smart as us, you know, and understands the subtleties of the plot... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right calm down anyway it's one of those things where like uh because the fan base has become so toxic people immediately assume that the show must be bad but like no the show's still great regardless of how toxic the fan base is yeah the show Mm -hmm. the show's still fantastic the problem is that it got out to other people that weren't the adult swim crowd and that's when that's when you got issues you mean the hot topic crowd? they got to the family guy people that's what i'm gonna say (laughs) but and it's not family guy no um what were we mortal kombat (laughs) oh that's right (laughs) uh yeah i don't have much else other than that i mean i haven't tried one of those games in forever because i just suck so bad at fighting games you're fucking horrible i watch the mini movies on youtube like that's where i'm at oh yeah so (laughs) whatever i get from that i guess uh Now, I had some just general questions. Do you guys, I, I think we answered that, but the, the violent animation is not a deterrent. Like, it, it, it's fine. Oh, no, yeah. Especially with all these, yeah. like we said, like all these Adult Swim shows, Robot Chickens, <clears throat> fucking Rick and Morty. It's just so violent that uh, mm-hmm. Jesus thought it was rated G once he saw the skulls flying. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> not enough violence. <laughs> yeah, this guy's like, oh, they went light on it. Okay. I didn't know we got a PG The Goro bird. part really fucking got me when his like he just pulled his skull back and I was like, oh. Really? I, I did oh, not expect that. <laughs> I was just like, I okay. guess I'm a sociopath. <laughs> yeah, you need help. Uh, oh. Yeah, what were you saying? Oh, I was going to say, the one thing I forgot to mention uh, that I didn't like, I, I mentioned how um, I liked most of the fights except for one. Yeah. The one fight I didn't like was between um, Baraka and... Uh, johnny cage oh, because it was yeah. just johnny cage running away mm-hmm. and it felt so anti-mortal combat yep i agree that was such a dumb waste of a fight <laughs> well he didn't unlock his actual fighting power till yeah, the end right no he didn't even yeah, use just randomly. 
He has power, right? He has the shadow kick power, yeah. Okay, and that means? That's when he turns green. So he... Okay. That's his... Uh... Yeah, but do... Okay, do they explain what that is? Oh, that's never time? been explained. Like he just has powers? <laughs> yeah. See, he... that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't fucking know. No, and then what's weird was that in the movie, they say he doesn't do his own stunts. And then the whole thing in the video game is that he's... He's Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That was weird. Because <laughs> okay. they treat him like a pussy the whole... We did get the nut punch, though. We did get the nut punch. We did. That yeah. was cool. And they didn't x-ray that one. Uh, now, that's the type that of was envelope fun. pushing I want to see. We Yeah, because we've seen that. <laughs> Show me x-ray dick and balls. And they've done it. I don't know why they didn't do it. <laughs> I'm surprised. Oh, okay. So, Jesus thought there was too many x-rays. Do you agree? Oh, that yeah. I saw, I saw that. On, um... Disagreement City. It, it's fine if you disagree. <laughs> it was just I felt like they I were light a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was fine. It wasn't really something that went through my mind. The game spams it just as much, though, right? Well, the new one does, for sure. Yeah, yeah was... like every move is a fucking extra move. Yeah, they just call them by different names, but it's the same shit. Okay. Oh, okay. I have one. I have one. Okay. Now, in this Mortal Kombat, <laughs> how do you plan to have sequels when people die at the end of the tournament? Easy. They don't die. Yeah, but they killed Goro. They killed Gora Baraka. doesn't appear after the first one. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, but but you know what I'm saying? Like, if you want these solo movies and shit, like, if they die at the tournament, like, Sub-Zero, you just lost. Oh, I was going to say, but that's a plot point in the Mortal Kombat games, because he has a brother that tries to get revenge on him. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So there's different Sub-Zeros. Yeah, there's two different Sub-Zeros. I think the one that died gets reincarnated into, was it Noob? Cybot? Might, yeah, I might be wrong about that, but yeah. Okay, so that's fair. And then you do have a bunch of people that just didn't come out this time. Yeah, you had Kung Lao that plays a big part, didn't come out. You had uh, the two Ling Kuei, Cyrex, and Sector. There was a couple of... Just same fucking words, dude. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they had Bleak Gurp and Dark You Burp. asked. <laughs> Deep Burp. <laughs> if you don't want an answer, don't ask. Uh, Cool. Uh, I think that's all the grievances I have. What's your what's your guys' favorite Mortal Kombat game? Hmm. Personally, I think out of the ones that I played, probably nine. Nine. Yeah, nine. Oh, nine. The PS3 one, the one with Kratos. Did you play on Xbox or PS? I played on PS3. Oh, nice. So you got Kratos. Yeah, that shit was fun. Yeah, that was great. That was my main character there. Mm. Um, I think the most, like, I, I think Mortal Kombat games get progressively better. So, like, I think Mortal Kombat 11 has the best fighting yeah. styles that I've played in any of them. Yeah, I would agree most nostalgic that. for me, um, probably Mortal Kombat Deception. Because mm. I played that, I played the hell out of that on uh, PS2. Right. I think that's the one I played. We used to, I used to play that with our cousins. Mm. And that's, that's the one I played the most. Usually I'll buy mm-hmm. them. But I don't really play them too I think much. I've bought the last couple. Well, yeah, and you're the only one that plays fighting yeah. games. So, yeah, I, I think the PS2 one, or I had I had it on Sega Genesis. That's mm. the last time I, I had a, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm a boomer when it comes to, to Mortal Kombat. Oh, no. Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't really have a favorite because I don't really play them too much. But I, so I watched you play 10 a lot. Yeah. Was that the Cassie Cage one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I played a bit of that just... Because I was like, let's see how I do. And, and no. he destroyed. 
And then what's your guys' favorite character in any game? It could be actual Mortal Kombat characters or not. Hmm. Oh, Mortal Kombat versus DC. I played the shit out of that. You did play that one. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that one. That's right. That's a good game. The rated T one. The rated T one, yeah. yes. Did they do blood at all? No, huh? I think they had blood, but not um, anything beyond blood. I still yeah, don't. They had some whack fatalities. Yeah, it was <laughs> fucking terrible. Superman puts you in jail. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, Batman has the most like martial arts type of shit. <clears throat> yeah. But then they did Injustice, and that's fine. <clears throat> oh, no, yeah. Injustice yeah, that's fine. true. And those are rated that is M very now, true. right? Yeah. They, they well, I, Injustice? No, yeah. Injustice 2 is still rated T. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, that's rated T. It's just blood. And then maybe some, like, a little scarring at most. They don't have x-rays? They have super moves, but they don't show, like, bones cracking or, like, blood and guts gotcha. and shit. I guess that makes sense. You got to save that for your for your main franchise. And that's what they do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's your guys' favorite characters? Mm. Just because he's my main Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage? It's fair. Johnny Cage. Yeah. I gotta go with Sub Zero. Nice. I, I've always loved Sub Zero. Yeah. Blue Scorpion is cool. <laughs> uh, Blue Scorpion. So I'm gonna go with Scorpion, because uh, that's the only one I know. Obviously. Basic. He was in. Basic. He was in Tony Hawk Pro Skater, wasn't he? He was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like that's Tony Hawk Pro Skater. <laughs> had did you see that they're uh, they're remastered? Back, like yeah. One and two, yeah. Yeah, I remember the one where Scorpion was there. I used to use Scorpion all the time. Yeah. Yeah, and then they had... Uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, but they had... Spider-Man. Wolverine? I think. They had a couple Marvel characters. They had Darth Maul. I remember that. <laughs> I don't remember that one. Yeah, there was, it was the one for PS2, whatever that was. It was before they went really bad. And before <laughs> and before the Wii one with the skateboard. <laughs> oh, you mean the best one? Oh, is it Ride? I yeah, think so. Tony Hawk. <laughs> How am I supposed to do a kickflip? I don't know how yeah. to just do flip. a kickflip. <laughs> I remember they had the never soft eye on there, and it was like the funniest thing on the planet. Oh, I remember that. Mm. Yes, was that Tony Hawk Pro Skater Three? Fuck, I don't remember. No, and then I tried playing those ones after, like the Proving Ground or Street or whatever. Yeah. They were never as good. I played Skate. I didn't play Tony Hawk much. Wow, Skate's better. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. What a what a young fellow. <laughs> Hey, I had an Xbox 360. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. I yeah, I'm, I'm basic, I guess. Scorpion. Uh, uh, I do like Lord Raiden just because I like his look. I think he's the most badass looking character. Any objections? Yeah, he, he's my second favorite character. I was gonna say he's up there. He looks badass. Yeah. There was a game where him and Liu Kang were together, and you went on adventures. Am I Shaolin off base? Monks? Oh, is that? I think it was Shaolin Monks. Was this a fighting game or was it like a, an RPG? I don't remember it. Shit. I didn't play it was, this uh, one. I Shaolin Monks it. was like um, Shaolin Monks was like a like an action game more more so. You could like walk around as if you were playing another like regular third person action game. Okay, that's yeah. what I remember because I remember waking up in the morning on Saturdays and looking at the commercials for that. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah. <you> feel old yet? <laughs> Uh, back with WB Kids was on them in the morning. Oh my god! We used to watch the Batman. <laughs> so he's like the Channel Disney Five. <laughs> Channel Five, yup. Shaolin Showdown, dude. Oh, that was that was shit. Oh, Omi, I remember that show. Yes. Yeah. And Cubics, I surprisingly remember Cubics. Cubics. What the hell is Cubics? <laughs> you wouldn't understand. The robot one. Yeah, he was a robot that was made of cubes. It's not that hard. <laughs> 
<laughs> How would I know it's a robot? <laughs> it's fucking cubics, dude. Uh, cool. So I think we've covered about everything we can with this topic. Do you guys have any last second thoughts before we wrap it up? So he's a basic bitch. That's okay. about it. It's kind of rude, but fair. You were rude to me. <laughs> <laughs> Vincent, any last thoughts? Uh, no, just that it was great to be back on here. It's always uh, it's always fun, and I hope to see you on my podcast soon talking about AI. Oh, yes. Talk about veganism? <laughs> I have veganism. a vegan girlfriend, I'll tell you that. Oh, do you really? Is yeah. she vegan? Yeah, she's vegan, unfortunately. Oh, she's my favorite, she's my favorite person now. Are you full vegan? Um, I might become vegan eventually if I could find out the health benefits behind it. Gotcha. No, yeah, that's a big thing because uh, my girlfriend says it all the time. She does it for like the animal rights type of thing. Like that's her main mm -hmm. reason, not necessarily the nutrition. And mm -hmm. she's like, a lot of the junk food that's like the impossible stuff and all that is is probably worse in some ways. <laughs> like, uh, there's definitely diets where the veggies and stuff do help, but she says the junk food is about just as bad as <laughs> regular junk food. So, I've yeah, tried, I've tried their impossible. There's a lot of really good impossible burgers. Um, the main thing that worries me is that I'm underweight and most people that go vegan lose weight. I can't afford that. So I need to figure out if I'm going to die if I go vegan. Just start, just start making those little protein shakes in the morning. Just, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I do not have a problem sustaining a high weight. I'll tell you that. So I could probably benefit from, <laughs> from eating vegetables every now and then. I think you'd benefit from anything that's not from what just you're doing. Shutting right my mouth uh okay oh that's cool i guess we we did a little thinking out loud unfortunately yeah, yeah. and community. we did it the just hang in way we did a community episode with an immortal comic <laughs> <laughs> oh dude we might we are getting heated over here over fucking lord of the rings prequels versus star wars prequels because uh jesus can't admit that star wars prequels are worse so like not even a contest that's what i'm saying i'll so, fucking fight you over this. I, don't <laughs> I don't give a shit um i made a mistake on my twitter poll because i added the harry potter prequels and those got most of the votes and i was like well i knew that like, <laughs> i was like shit the actual movies weren't that good and now i'm asking about oh, the prequels <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> that movies aren't that good. Yeah, they fucking suck. I don't give a shit. Um, those weren't even based on a book; they were based on the idea of a book. Yeah, it's dumb. This actual what? What was it? It was just like a freaking like how-to manual or something. Yeah, like it that. was. It was it like was a, just in the fucking it, movie. It was their fucking uh, dinosaurs for dummies or whatever that they had. <laughs> they're like, oh, let's make three movies out of this. But now they have all this rich, rich universe of garbage. Uh, <laughs> Just like Star Wars. Don't worry. No one that listens to Harry Potter listens to this podcast. Or anyone at all. So we're, we're in a safe space. I'll give you guys a shout out in the next video. I'll be in oh the intro. God. Oh, my God. Poor people. I hope they don't click. For my, uh, for my 20 viewers. Why would you do that to your viewers? No, no. Vincent hit <laughs> 200 subscribers. Congrats. Yeah. We're, we're, oh, thank you. Thank you. We yeah, would give you a sound honor. effect, but we don't have it set up. Wait, Jesus. Jesus, come in and clutch. Come in and clutch. Give him a yay. Kids cheering. Yay. Yeah. Yeah, congrats, man. Growing. Thanks. He's been cranking out yeah, content really. like crazy. Yeah. We we do a podcast every three or four months. This this guy's <laughs> this guy does it all the time. <laughs> this guy's way more consistent. <laughs> And then you've got your store up, so yeah. um, if you want to give people the Twitter handle, so people can check out your your Twitter. 
Yeah, so I'm at latent physicist, L-A-T-E-N-T physicist, P-H-Y-C-I-C-I-S-T. Um, you, you could also follow the Twitter account for um, the actual Thinking Out Loud podcast. I think it's um, TBTTOL podcast at that. Um, but uh, yeah, once again, thanks for having me on, guys. It's been my honor. No, no, no. The honor's yeah. all ours. Um, I'll add all that stuff in the bio for or in the description for this podcast and then probably on my tweet. So thanks again for coming on. We always have a great time. I know this one we had wanted to do for a bit, so I'm glad we finally got together to do it. Mm -hmm. And the next time I'm going to be on, we're going to be talking about uh, Cowboy Bebop. Hopefully. Oh, my God. If I could fucking set it (laughs) up, dude. (laughs) Dude, I've been boiling over this fucking... We rewatched it all, and we were so ready. And now we're still ready, but we're waiting. I've been keeping up. I've been bulking up. (laughs) Yeah, we we bought the manga. slightly different. So, Vincent, the, the background was that Vincent doesn't really like anime. So, we were trying to have him watch Cowboy Bebop to change that. Uh... I won't ask you if you have changed your mind until that day. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I love how this all began as a shit post that I posted on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, he was like, "Fuck anime," and then it's just. I think like... I said something like, "I like what I say." It was like, "I think anime is a bigger evil than religion," or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, well, uh, I will be the rabbi on your podcast later on to oh, talk about this. <laughs> if you're the rabbi, then I'm. <laughs> we're we're gonna get a bunch of K-pop stands to come out and thinking out loud. Oh, God. oh, dude, if you do that, I'm going to kill myself. Good luck getting into those dense brains. <laughs> 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 okay. All right, Vincent, we won't take any more of your time. Thank you so much for being on. This podcast will be on a little later. And uh, I mean, we'll have you back soon. So oh, thanks sure. a lot, buddy. For sure, man. Thanks for having me on. It's been great.